This is the 300th episode of the Homeschool Sanity Show. I have really enjoyed podcasting for a number of reasons. One of the unexpected reasons is it's taught me a lot about homeschooling. This is the episode where I share homeschool encouragement from eight years of podcasting. I'm Dr. Melanie Wilson, Christian psychologist turned homeschool mom and curriculum author. And this is the podcast helping you wave goodbye to worry and say hello to a happy homeschool. Hey, homeschoolers. The Ultimate Radio Show Network has been producing podcasts for nine years. I took a year's leave in there, so that means I've been podcasting for eight years. I often talk with homeschooling moms who have not only listened all these years, but followed my blog before that. I know from asking on my Facebook page that there are many of you who, like me, have been homeschooling a long time. I love having the company. I've learned a lot from podcasting that applies to us as homeschooling moms. The first lesson is that it's not always fun. (laughs) I imagined that I would always be excited about recording a podcast, just as I imagined that I would always be excited to teach my kids and my kids would always be excited to learn. You won't be surprised to hear that that wasn't the case. Sometimes I have to push myself to podcast just as there were many times I had to push myself to teach and work our school curriculum plan when I didn't feel like it. But that is a fantastic lesson for life, isn't it? We do have to do things that we aren't excited about, that aren't just great fun. And many times we will find that after we have done it, we are thankful that we have. The second lesson I learned about homeschooling through the process of podcasting is that we need to make the schedule work for us rather than having us work for the schedule. When I started podcasting, I was doing one episode every two weeks. And what I found is that it was harder for me to be consistent with that schedule than to have a weekly schedule. And we know this from research and just from our personal experience, that things that we do regularly are easier to make habitual than if we do them some of the time. So if you are struggling to make your homeschool schedule work, adjust it. And you might be surprised, like I was with podcasting, that doing something more frequently will make it easier for you rather than making it an intermittent subject that you teach, for example. The third lesson I learned about homeschooling through the process of podcasting is that it is not about the tools. It's about the content. So many podcasters, beginning podcasters, are obsessed with getting the right 
microphone, the right sound equipment, choosing the right app in order to record their podcast. And I understand that desire just as I understand the related issue in homeschooling, which is to search for just the right curriculum, just the right classes, to have just the right homeschooling space. I've probably spent more time working on my homeschooling space than on my recording tools, although I have refined it over the years. But I know that I could have the most amazing sound studio and the most expensive, highest quality microphone available. And if my content wasn't useful to you, it wasn't inspiring, it wasn't educational, it didn't speak to where you are in your homeschooling journey, you're not going to listen to this podcast. We understand that implicitly. But for some reason, when it comes to homeschooling tools and curriculum, we can fall for the lie, the trap, that it's all about getting the right tools. And it is not. It's about the content. It is about what you teach your kids. And yes, there are some curricula that make it a lot more engaging, a lot easier, just like there are some uh, tools that I use for podcasting that make my podcasting work much easier. There's no doubt about that. But primarily, it's about what we are teaching our kids, not the exact packaging or the exact classes that we are choosing. So what can we take away from that? If you are spending hours and days and weeks researching for a new curriculum, consider just trying something and teaching the content without worrying if you have the absolute best curriculum. By the same token, take the class. I think it's been so valuable for my kids to take homeschool classes that they haven't been crazy about. I can tell you, it has prepared them for their college courses, many of which they don't and haven't enjoyed. (laughs) So we want to teach our kids that we can't be fixated on the tools, and instead we have to be focused on what we're learning. The fourth lesson that I have learned from podcasting these eight years that applies to homeschooling is that we can learn from others even when we think we have it all together. So many times I have scheduled a guest to interview for the podcast and I wasn't excited about it because I thought that I already knew everything that the person had to share. I've heard it, heard it, read it, read it, and I wasn't excited about hearing it again. But so many times, I would say the vast majority of the time when I interview someone who I think doesn't have anything new to share, I come away so astounded by what I've learned, by the inspiration I have, and I am motivated to make changes for the better 
in my homeschooling. You don't have to be a podcaster, of course, to learn from others, even if you've been doing this a long, long time. So I invite you to be open to talking with your homeschooling friends about how they do things. What is their schedule like? What classes are they taking? What curriculum are they using and enjoying? And do some experimentation. I talked about that in my last episode on Homeschool Your Way. It is, I think, the most exciting part of homeschooling is discovering new things, learning new things. And we don't just do that from our textbooks and from courses that we take. We learn from other people, our peers, if you will. The fifth lesson I have learned through podcasting that applies to homeschooling is that we need to let others help us. We don't just need to learn from them, but we need others' help. Homeschooling, when I began, fit with my personality, which is to do everything myself. I'm a very independent, self-starter kind of person. When I was in graduate school, that caused me a lot of problems because I was struggling with the advanced statistics courses taught by uh, men, brilliant men who had a strong accent. I couldn't understand what they were saying on two levels. And I just delayed getting help from my professors until it was almost too late. And now I know that we need to let other people help us. When I was struggling to get my son to read using the standard phonics approach that I'd used with my older three boys, I'm so thankful that I took the time to talk with my neighbor about it, who is a reading specialist in the public schools, as well as being a teacher, a classroom teacher. And she gave me permission to let my son memorize words in addition to learning phonics. He had an amazing memory for words. I would just tell him once what a word was and he would have it. And without her encouragement to to do that, I'm not sure that my son would have quickly gotten up to speed with his reading and his grade level. He might have even felt um, that there was something really wrong with him when there wasn't. So um, there are just so many ways that we can let other people help us, whether that is tutoring our kids, reviewing our kids' papers, joining together to teach classes. If you don't want to join a co-op or a learning center, talk to your friends, people you know, relatives that you have who would probably love to be involved in helping you if they're supportive of homeschooling, of course. But I have learned that we need to let others help us because in my podcasting, it has been a huge blessing to me to have first my son editing my podcast for me and then a friend from church who When I am on track and I deliver the podcast episodes to him in time, he edits those for me and makes such improvements to the sound quality. 
I also have a whole uh, team of people at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network helping me make this podcast a success, whether it's technical help, whether it's finding sponsors, or whether it is sharing the podcast on social media. I have other people helping me with this podcast to make it successful and expanding the effort that I put into it. And I know that that applies to homeschooling as well. The final lesson that I have learned from podcasting that I'm going to talk about today that applies to homeschooling is that success comes when we stick with it. You may not know this if you've been listening to this podcast and other long-term podcasts for a while, but most podcasters quit. They don't keep going, certainly not this long, and most of them have very few downloads. And so that is why people quit. They put so much effort into a podcast, and when they don't have people listening to it, they give up and walk away. And I am just so thankful that I stuck with it because at first I didn't have a lot of listeners. Of course I didn't. It was a brand new podcast and we had to get the word out about all of the podcasts on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And it takes time. And what's especially hard about podcasting that's related to homeschooling is that you do it alone. Even when I have a guest, I am creating the interview slot. I'm helping to generate the content that's going to be discussed. I have to get the editing done, put the show notes together, and it's independent work. When I am doing this podcast right now, I am by myself. I am not talking to you face-to-face, which is my preference as an extrovert. It is hard to keep going when you aren't getting the positive feedback immediately, right, on what you're doing. And that's exactly what happens in our homeschooling. We think that our children are going to rise up and call us blessed as we say, okay, we're going to do math. No, it doesn't matter that you don't want to. Yes, we're going to do it. (laughs) And kids aren't happy with you. So we have to continue on in order to see that success. Success comes to those who continue, who persevere, even without that positive feedback. And I see it now because I am at the end of my homeschooling journey. I see how persevering in the lessons, whether that's academic or character, has borne fruit in my children's lives. And I'm I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed. In the same way, I have seen success from continuing to podcast and do this show even when I would maybe rather not <laughs> or maybe when I'm not seeing just the spectacular results I would like to have. I want you to know that I am so grateful for your support of me and this podcast. Many moms approach me at great homeschool conventions to say 
they feel like we're friends. And we are. I don't know as much about you, but I would like to. Email me, message me on social media, or stop by to chat at a convention this year. You can find the show notes for this episode at homeschoolsanity.com slash podcast lessons. Have a happy homeschool week. Thank you for joining me on the journey to homeschool sanity. I would love to continue the conversation. You can find me on social media at homeschool sanity. And if you haven't heard it lately, let me remind you, you're doing a great job. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.